Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, AKA Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. My loneliness is killing me and I, I must confess, I still believe Still believe when I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. This song takes me back. Like, I actually remember. Do you have some? Like, I remember the first time I heard this song. And actually, I saw. I saw her perform, like Britney performing this song on TV. It was the first time I had heard it, I believe, or maybe it was just the first time I had seen her. I'm not sure which, but I, in my memory, I think it was the first time I'd heard the song and I saw her performing it live. And I was at a party and <laughs> with some, I just remember being some soccer, it was some soccer boys type party. And I remember literally all the females in the room gathering around the TV. And I remember being mesmerized. Like I was like, who is this goddess? <laughs> like, I just remember just being entranced by Brittany, by her music. And yeah, I don't have a lot of memories from university, <laughs> but I do remember the first time I saw Brittany and I was like in love. Um, yeah. So anyway, not sure why that song came in, although the lyrics are saying, give me a sign, hit me baby one more time. So maybe some people out there are asking for the universe to hit them upside the head with the sign to help them make a decision or uh, to confirm something for them. So maybe this is your sign. This may be your sign via Brittany. So I can't believe it is June. Like I cannot believe that I'm recording the Akashic Oracle forecast for June. Where did May go? Is it just me? Like time is so messed up lately. Like I feel like time is moving so quickly. Anybody else? Like how? I just feel like I recorded May's episode and now it's already June and I love June. June is my, one of my favorite months. Um, it's my birthday month. And so, you know, if you like birthdays, most people probably have an affinity for their birthday month. And it's funny. I just realized like I was born on June 6th. So six, six. And I just realized like, why did I just realize this year? <laughs> I was today, today years old when I realized that I was born on a portal. I actually need to look more into that. What the significance is of being born on a portal or if there is any significance at all. Maybe I should ask that in the Akashic Records. I probably should. But we all know I rarely go into my own records, which is so bizarre. I do randomly, but when I was in the records before, they told me I need to be going in every day because they have a lot of guidance to share with me. Why am I resisting? I do not know. <laughs> I do not know. I need to do that. 
Um, but I love being born on 6-6 because I thought it was super convenient. I never had to, you know, like, this is a thing. Like with when you're writing out your birthday and it's like day, month, year, month, day, year, like which is it? I never really had to figure it out because, and that's what I felt like was a total bonus of being born on 6-6 because I, I never had to remember. But now that I have kids that are born, you know, their birthday and their birth month are not the same number. I have to like try to figure it out. But is it just me or does it fluctuate, not fluctuate, but is it different depending where you go or who is, who is asking for the information? I feel like it needs to be standardized or is it standard, standardized and I'm not just realizing it, but I'm always confused. Is it day, month, year? It should be day, month, year that it should be right. Maybe it is. Okay. I'm going to have to look into this after, after this episode, it's got logically it should be day, month, year progressing like day, month, year, shouldn't it? Or should it be month, day, year? You let me know what you think and let me know if it's different, different places. But yeah, that was one of the perks of being born on six, six. Although some people kind of like were thinking six, six is kind of like a little devilish, but you know, I'm not three sixes and plus three sixes is not devilish in my humble opinion. If you actually look up the angel number six, 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 it's all about like refocusing, um, balancing, like bring yourself back into balance, refocusing yourself on your desires, your wishes, your goals. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what the history is be behind it being something negative, but I always see sixes as being very positive. But that's probably because I was born on 6-6. But yeah, so I love June because it's my birthday. You know, I've been a teacher. Well, even being a student my whole life and then becoming a teacher. I've spent many, many years within the school system. And June is the last month of school. It's, you know, transitioning into the summer. It's exciting. It just feels like you, you have some really nice warm days. The excitement moving into summer. And yeah, I just love, I love, love, love June. So I'm hoping for some great positive messages for June. I did choose some Oracle cards. I pulled some cards. Quite a few actually came up with the old pendulum and yeah, it looks like, it looks like a good month ahead. Um, just, just from, I, I didn't really tap into I just pulled the cards and kind of laid them out, but I'll see what comes through as we get into the Akashic message and see how these two, how the Oracle guidance and the Akashic guidance kind of blend together here. But I'm feeling some good vibes for June, I must say. So that is greatly welcomed. Before we get into the channeled message from the Akashic Records, I just need to tell you that I am super excited about my new offering and you may have seen it on Instagram, although the reach for it is very low, my post. It's like, what is up with the algorithm? I don't know. It's so crazy. It's so difficult to predict. Um, but if you didn't see it on Instagram, I did just send out an email. But I'm very excited to announce that I'm offering hybrid Reiki, Holy Fire, World Peace, Reiki level one and two training. And that's coming up at the end of June, June 25th, July 2nd and July 9th. And what makes this different is that I am using a hybrid model to deliver the curriculum. And 
I've had many people reach out to me and say, I really want to be trained in Reiki, but it's just at this point in my life, I can't dedicate a whole weekend to Reiki. And, you know, people are so busy these days. Some people work on the weekends. A lot of people have children who are in different activities or maybe that's their family time. So I totally, oops, sorry, I'm hitting the microphone here. I'm totally, I totally get it. And during my training, I always felt like, like I'm the type of teacher that like from my high school experience, I want my students engaging in things, doing things like my favorite thing is not standing and delivering the information. Like I want to maximize our time together. And sometimes I had to, you know, I had to stand and deliver and deliver the content. But like my favorite thing was interacting with students, like discussing things with them, you know, having a back and forth. And so during Reiki training, you know, especially in Reiki level one, there was a lot of me, you know, delivering content because there is information that needs to be delivered, you know, theory that needs to be, uh, passed on to students. But I just always felt like, okay, like there's gotta be a better way. Like I just want, when we're in person, I value people's time and I value my time as well. And I want to maximize our time together. And it just felt like, okay, people can, you know, take in this content. I, I felt like people could take in the theory and some of this content. Like maybe they want to listen to it on a walk. Maybe they want to listen to it a couple of different times so that it really sinks in for them. You know, when they're cleaning the house and have their AirPods in or their earphones in and, at a time that's convenient to them and to have access to that information to look at anytime they want, they can watch it over and over again if they, if they chose to do so. And let's maximize our time together, uh, when we are in that beautiful energetic container, um, that is created during Reiki, Reiki training. And so I decided to develop this hybrid model. And so I will have pre-recorded lessons with the theory, the history of Reiki, things that are important, but things that you can consume and learn at your own pace, on your own time, when it's convenient for you. And then let's maximize our time together and and use that time for discussion, for the experiences, which are so beautiful that you get to participate in and then share your experience afterwards for the placements. That's, That's how you are attuned to the Reiki energy. Okay. And discussion about that as well as practice time. And that's so important. Having an opportunity to practice the technique techniques you've learned during class. So let's use our time together for these things that are, you know, the foundation of learning Reiki, these important things, not to say that theory is not important, but you are able to consume that at your own pace on your own time. And let's use our time together for this hands-on experiential work. So if you sign up for my hybrid training, you will receive pre-recorded lessons um, to prepare you with the theory, with the history of Reiki. And then we will meet, okay, once, once a week for three weeks. And for right now, I have the first cohort of this hybrid training starting on June 25th at 1 p.m. Atlantic time. So that's 12 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Central Standard time or 9 a.m. Post or Pacific post 
Posty Malone, no, Pacific Standard Time. And, and again, this is new, so I am giving you an approximation of how long it, it will take. And again, it really depends on how many people sign up for the class. Every class is so different. And, you know, if you have a, a lot of very quiet people or, you know, some people who are more, who, who are more, um, interested in discussing, it's going to have an impact on the length of the class. So it could be a bit shorter, it could be a bit longer, but I've tried to try to, I don't like to go over if, you know, I prefer that it would be a bit under. So I've estimated the times and hoping that it might go a little bit under. So the first class will be three and a half hours, then July 2nd at 1 p.m. Atlantic time. And again, all the other time zones that I mentioned earlier. So that class will go three and a half hour, approximately three and a half hours as well. And then the final class, July 9th, 1 p.m. Atlantic time will be approximately one hour, 45 minutes. Okay. So, and that's going to be the wrap up final practice and a few new techniques being introduced. So I am really excited to try this new way of delivering the curriculum and I'll be excited to see how people receive it. And I just feel like it is such an awesome opportunity for people to learn Reiki, connect with this beautiful healing energy, but do it in a way that really respects their time and allows them to work, work away at the theory at their own pace. And honestly, like even, you know, in a perfect world, it would be great if people can work through the theory during the week, you know, the week leading up to the training and then come to the live class with that foundation. And then the next week work through the theory, the history, and then again, culminate in the live class. But even if you signed up at the last minute and were unable to do the lead up work, the theory, you know, in that order, I don't think it's going to matter greatly in a perfect world. Yes, it would be great to do it in sequence, but you will receive the powerful placements, the attunements, like during our live session, you will have that opportunity to experience the placements. Like these are very, very healing experiences and energetic upgrades. And the way I have it set up is that you could just come in and do the live courses and then do the coursework afterwards. Obviously in a perfect world, it would be great to be able to do it in sequence. But if that was the case, it's still, you would still get the benefits from this training doing it afterwards. And I'm going to have it like these videos are going to be in bite-sized pieces. It's not like, oh, here's a 40 minute video. Okay. These, these are going to be broken down so you can, it's not going to be overwhelming. You will be able to get through the content and pick away at it on your own time when it is convenient to you. So yeah, so I'm very excited about this. I've been planning this for a long time, so it's nice to bring it to fruition. I have some other ideas too that are percolating. <laughs> So yeah, just excited to have launched this. And if you are interested in this, you know, I haven't given a lot of time. Usually I like to give more than, well, it's really less than a month. <laughs> so there's, you know, it's a few weeks away here. And if you are interested in this training, 
you can grab your spot uh, in the show notes at the link below. And if you sign up before June 11th, you will receive $25 off tuition. So you can use the code earlybird at checkout to receive that $25 off. And again, with this training, you will receive the digital manual. You will receive your certificate. You will be certified as a level two Reiki, like Holy Fire 3 World Peace Reiki practitioner. That does not change. The certification doesn't change. You will still meet all the requirements, but you will be able to do this in a a way, hopefully that is more convenient to you. You will be able to receive this energetic upgrade, this training with less commitment on the weekend, because it's, it's a lot to dedicate a whole weekend to the training. I'm not going to lie. Even for my own family, for me to be MIA, it's like nine hours each day. It's like, okay, that's a lot when you have a family. So I'm hoping that this is going to be helpful to people and, and enable some people who didn't think they had the time to get this training to receive this training. So yeah, let me know if you have any questions at all. And I'm super excited to teach this new hybrid model. So with that being said, let's jump into the June, I almost said May, June Akashic Oracle forecast. So again, if you're new to this podcast, these forecasts just have us tapping into the energies of June using channel guidance from the Akashic Records and some guidance from Oracle decks that I have. And just to give us an idea of what may be in store for June. And if you find this episode in December, then trust it's for a reason. Just because it says June does not mean that it's too late to listen. I do get messages from people that say, I wasn't really called to listen to this this month. And I came back to it another month, like your forecast. And it really deeply resonated or, you know, that's the same with any episodes. The guidance will find you when you're meant to hear it. So be open to listening to some of these episodes, even if they don't coincide with the exact month that it is, there may still be some medicine or guidance in that episode for you. So I'm gonna open the Akashic Records now and see what the pinnacle has to say to us today. We gather together in light, we gather together in love, we gather together in knowing the messages from above. Through the Akashic Records, we understand our greatness. Through the Akashic Records, we understand our wisdom. Through the Akashic Records, we understand what's there. This prayer will help deliver us there. I wish to know the audience of the Heal Here podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the audience of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the audience of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. I wish to know the audience of the Heal Here podcast in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see the audience of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. Bring me to feel the audience of the Heal Here podcast through the light of the Akashic Records. And now the Akashic Records are open. Resist the urge to retreat. There will be times where it feels easier, more comfortable safer to go back into the shadows to make yourself small 
unassuming, less threatening. This is not the time to cower. This is the time to stand tall, to be fierce, to move forward with confidence, grace, resilience, and poise. Have compassion for yourself. Look over your shoulder and acknowledge the path that you've already tread, the many obstacles that you've overcome to get to this place. There have been many twists and turns which you've navigated, you've faced, you've triumphed, even though sometimes you do not feel that you have succeeded. Sometimes your perceived failures have actually been your greatest gifts. Take a moment to reflect, to acknowledge, and to give gratitude to this path, to the many lessons that you have learned on this trek towards personal healing and your personal evolution. Turn your face towards the sun. It is time to bask in its warmth and glory. You deserve abundance, peace, and prosperity. But you must focus on these things. You must focus on these things every day if you wish for them to become your reality. Stand tall, move forward with confidence. You deserve the unwavering support of the universe, the unconditional love that is always available to you. Keep moving forward. All is well, all is well, all is well. Okay, I think I'm going to leave the records open for the rest of this podcast. I'll close them down at the end. If I don't do it on air, don't worry, I'll do it. Uh, I'll remember at some point. But yeah, I saw a lot of images when I was channeling this through. Just felt like someone seeing a person and just like looking back, taking the time to reflect and look back on their journey. Like, you know, so often we don't take the time to give ourselves credit for how far we have come and you know to acknowledge the things that we have overcome the challenges that we have surmounted a lot of times we tend to be hard on ourselves i think and i think it's very important what was coming through today is it's important for you to really give yourself some credit to look back and just think about everything that you have been through to get you to the point that you're out now. And I feel like there's a tendency for us to always think we're not doing, you know, enough and that we are not where we want to be. And today's message is just give yourself some credit, give yourself a pat on the back and I saw this person looking over their shoulder and I saw this like twisty, windy path behind them and 
saw all these different obstacles and challenges that they had to overcome and that these things, these difficulties that they have encountered on their path have strengthened them, have fortified them, have made them more resilient. And sometimes we can tend to dwell on negative past events and, you know, look at, look back at them and maybe even give them a little bit too much power in the present day, but just they are maybe triggering to us. Maybe they bring up negative emotions, but today the message is give gratitude for these challenges because these challenges have helped you grow so much. You would never be where you are today without some of these hardships that you faced. There's no way that you would have grown and evolved, you know, at the speed you have or, you know, made it to where you are today without these challenges. So don't look back on them and feel negatively about them and allow them to almost take away your power. These have empowered you they've given you power they've made you who you are today and made you so strong and resilient and it's time to acknowledge what you have been through and what it took you to get to where you are today and and again it's just coming through that some people aren't satisfied where they are right now in their life and that could be within with regards to relationships maybe financial situation, a job, career, what have you. I'm feeling that some people are dissatisfied. And if you feel dissatisfied right now, you're not where you want to be. The message that was coming through in the records is that that is within your power and your control. Okay. And it comes back to your thoughts. And this has come up on numerous episodes and I feel like it's coming through again because some people need this to be repeated to them over and over again. And I am one of those people, I think, (laughs) that our thoughts are so powerful. Okay. They, our thoughts hold an energetic charge. They affect our biomagnetic field and they affect what comes into our life. Okay. What we attract into our life and what was coming through in today's message is it's time to now turn your face to the sun. And I saw that image of you, you know, even this week we had a couple of days of, you know, it's been, the weather's been so up and down here, but we've had a a couple of really sunny, warm, nice days. And just to sit in the morning, I sit in the morning for a little while, not even, it doesn't even take, you know, a long time for me to feel the benefits of turning my face to like allowing the sun, literally basking in the warmth of the sun. And it really shifts my mood. It shifts everything for me. And the image I saw is they were saying, turn your face to the sun. And the sun to me represents opportunity and abundance. Like think how you feel if you haven't seen the sun for a long time and then the sun comes out and you just get out in the sun, like you are rejuvenated and revitalized like it has a huge impact for me anyway on my mental health and my overall well-being my mood and I just saw this person when I was channeling who's looking back on all the hardships the things that they have overcome and what I heard is like now it's time to move forward okay reflect on the past don't live there we've talked about this before okay you don't want to dwell on these 
past hardships because if you're dwelling on these past hardships, there's a good chance you've stepped into victim mode, right? Like it's you are ident- over-identifying with your challenges, which can create a victim mindset. And we don't want that, okay? That's a victim mindset, although it may give you sympathy and attention, I don't know, from some people. You can't grow here. You can't evolve in a victim mindset, okay? And so acknowledge the past. Acknowledge what you've been through, but turn your face to the sun, okay? The sun represents abundance, peace, prosperity, opportunities. And I see what I was seeing during the message is that this is a time to move into the light. And at the beginning of the message, you know, I saw people kind of like cowering and like making themselves really small and like going into like the shadows, going into this dark corner of a room. And that's, I was sensing that some people, when things get uncomfortable, they just want to kind of disappear. They want to make themselves really small. And I was seeing like, no, you were being called to, to stand tall. Okay. Like look at what you've been through. You're being reminded of your strength, reminded of your resilience. Okay. Look what you've been through. No matter what life throws you right now, you can handle it. You've proven this countless times before that you are strong and you can handle whatever life has in store. So maybe in the past you have had a tendency to play small and to go into the shadows, make yourself small. Maybe you have become a victim. You have adopted that victim mentality at times, but today you're being reminded that no, you are not the same person. You've made your, you know, you've made it through adversity and you've come out the other side. You can, whatever is facing you right now in your life, and there will always be challenges. Let's be honest here there's always going to be challenges. Okay. Life is, you know, being on earth, like this is a school. We're learning lessons. You can't grow and evolve without challenges. Okay. But you are being reminded today of your strength and your ability to navigate life's challenges and do it with grace and poise. Like you have the ability now I'm hearing is things that may have you know, kept you sidelined in the past. I'm seeing like flattened you where you wouldn't have been able to cope. You're different now. You can deal with these challenges. They're not going to take you out for the count like they once did. Okay. I'm not saying they're going to be, it's going to be sunshine and roses all the time, but, but you have gained skills and tools. You have tools in your toolbox to help you navigate these ups and downs, the ebbs, the flows the ebb and flows of life. So give yourself some credit and just acknowledge how far you have come. It just feels like a lot of today's message is about just acknowledge yourself, like validate yourself. You don't need to go look for the validation externally. I'm hearing some people have needed that in the past to be validated. And and maybe that was part of the victim mentality. Like you need other people to validate what you've been through. Like, look, look what I've been through. I've been through hard times. And, you know, adopting a victim mentality has other people then being like, yes, you've been through a hard time. Like, oh, that must be so hard. And, and I'm hearing, yeah, that's, you know, that's not needed anymore. You don't need anyone else to validate your pain. You, you know what you've been through. You can acknowledge the pain that you've suffered and you can then keep moving forward. Okay. You don't need 
anyone else to validate anything that you've been through, anything that you've done. Your own validation is, is all that's necessary. And we're all being reminded today to keep our focus on what we want. Okay, turn your face to the sun. <laughs> you know, focus on that abundance, that peace, that prosperity. If those are the things that you want in your life, keep your focus on those things. And of course, our focus will probably shift <laughs> depending on life circumstances. It it will, you can't, I'm not saying, I say this all the time, it's not always love and light. Definitely not. Okay, we're not spiritually bypassing anything here. Your gaze will be uh, averted, diverted, averted. Um, and but it's you have the tools now to you know allow yourself. It, you know, I'm seeing a person on the path, and then seeing like, whoa, there's some kind of like thing distracting them from their path, from their focus here, and whoa, their attention kind of goes over here and it's like okay you're human yes your your focus is going to go over to this thing maybe it's an emergency maybe there's you know on your path there's a bridge that's out over a little body of water and you're like oh this is not good yeah you're going to have to deal with that bridge like figure out how am I going to get over this how am I going to navigate this path when it's not so easy anymore okay like I'm gonna have to deal with this and the, the message today is, yeah, deal with it, okay? And then, but then refocus, okay? Quickly refocus. And that's interesting. What I'm hearing now is like, you know, about the 666 that I talked about, the angel number 666. It's all about refocusing and having that ability to like bring your focus back to where it needs to be. Because it is really easy to, when your focus gets diverted to something not so great, something bad, it's, it's very easy to kind of allow your focus to stay here. So it's like, oh, this bridge is out and oh, this is going to be so much work. This is terrible. It's going, this is going to add this much time to my, you know, I'm not going to get to from point A to point B or whatever, you know, in this amount of time, it's just screwing up all my plans. Like you can just go in a spiral, right? And you can stay there for a very long time and the message today is that, yeah, acknowledge what's going on. Acknowledge the, the bad, the good, the ugly, okay? And acknowledge that. But once you've kind of made your way through it, dealt with it, be quick to, to refocus on what you want to call in. Because sometimes, you know, it's you, you see this bridge out and then you're, you know, you had to deal with it and then, you make it to the other side and you're like, oh, okay, now what's next? And like looking for problems on the path. Oh, I bet there's something else going to be coming up down the road here. Oh, what's next? What's next? And it's like, what I'm hearing is no. Okay. Like you deal with the issue and refocus, you know, bring your focus back. And that's going to be important for, you know, when we're talking about manifestation and like calling in what you want in your life, co-creating the life of your dreams. Okay. I'm hearing right now is like the people that are co-creating living these lives that maybe, you know, that you wish you could live, like, look at that person. They're living their dream life. Like they're, you know, working at a job that 
they just love and are so passionate about it. They're so fulfilled. They are financially abundant. Like they, they seem to have really great relationships, a good support system. Like, whoa, it's, you know, you look at these people and what I'm hearing right now is like, uh, these people have an ability to refocus their attention on the positive things they're grateful for on their purpose, on what they want to call in despite the challenges, despite the obstacles, like they can move through the obstacles and challenges and then refocus. I just keep hearing the word refocus. So I think a main message for this month is when you do encounter a challenge, okay, which you will, (laughs) spoiler alert, (laughs) there's going to be some challenges up ahead. Uh, ding, ding, ding. This is your pilot. I'm sad. There's going to be some turbulence up ahead. Um, yeah, there's going to be these things that are coming up for all of us, but it's like, how can you deal with them and then refocus, deal with them and not attach and not like I'm seeing some people then just over associating themselves with the challenge and then being like dragged down and then they're like vibration lowering becoming negative getting into a spiral of complaining negativity and that's just going to keep you at a lower vibration and make it very difficult for you to be perhaps living this life that you want to be living so it's like just focus on refocusing focus on the refocus oh my gosh I just (laughs) I just had a hilarious flashback to, I'm going to have to put explicit on this podcast. Maybe I'll try, I'll try to not make it too pro profane. Is that the word profane? Why does that sound wrong to me right now? Um, profanity, profane. Um, there was a girl on my basketball team that is from Quebec. Her first, uh, language is, was French or is French. Um, shout out to LaRouche. Um, Anyway, she, she definitely doesn't know that this podcast exists. Um, but she would like in practice, she would be like saying like, <laughs> she'd be wanting to say focus girls, focus girls, like kind of yelling it out. She was hilarious by the way. She was just amazing energy. Like just people gravitated towards her. She had just awesome energy and, and she, but she, you know, during practice we'd push each other. Like everybody on the team would push each other. We'd you know, challenge each other. And she'd be like, we'd have to run. Oh my God. We were like a literal track team. Like I swear to God, sometimes I'm like, did I sign up to play basketball or run track and field? Like I'm seriously like confused or cross country because our coach loved conditioning. Oh, dry land training. Don't even get me started of the hell. Like I couldn't even like I remember, okay, I'm going all over the place with this story, but I remember being at Blanchard Hall. It's like this, oh, this very ba- bad residence, not very nice, but um, they're probably going to tear it down soon. Anyway, just, I remember holding this railing, like going up and down the stairs to get to where I lived and it's like barely being able to walk. Anyhow, I digress. Um, I just so remember during practice, LaRue should be yelling out, focus girls, focus girls, but she's French. So with her ac- accent, it'd be like, fuck us, girls, fuck us. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's like a running joke that 
we would say, I'm not going to repeat it again. I have to put explicit on this podcast now. Okay. I seriously have no idea why I just said that. And I think I'm honestly going to have to pause this and go back because I have no idea where this story just came from. Okay. Just a second. Okay. How is it possible that I didn't know where that story came from? I like kind of rewound and it was like, focus was every second word. Okay, Kate. (laughs) It's just when I'm doing these things, I have my eyes closed. I'm channeling through information. I'm just talking with what comes through. And a lot of times it comes out of my mouth and I have no idea what I just said. Like for instance, after I channeled through the Akashic message, I had to go back and listen to it because I don't like, I remember a couple of things, but for the most part, I don't even know what's, I don't even know. Is that a movie? Like something about the words coming out of your mouth. I shouldn't be giving movie quotes because I hate movies, but something about the words that are coming out of your mouth. What? Tell me what movie that is. I didn't do a good job of that quote, so you probably have no sweet clue what movie that is. But yes, the the reason why I was talking about focus girls is because of the need right now in June to focus and focus on the refocus. Okay, refocus when the path diverges and you hit some challenges it's all in your ability to refocus and I'm hearing because of past challenges like I'm seeing it as being a muscle that you've built up like you've developed strength in this like as I said things that would have kept you off your path like on a divergent path for you know a long time that I'm seeing people having the ability now to quickly refocus and and get back on track so much more quickly because you built this muscle, you built this resilience. And that's a part of you giving yourself credit, you know, acknowledging how far you've come, acknowledging the tools that you have now that you didn't have before. And the only reason you have tools is because you've needed them. Like you don't just, you know, I'm seeing a person with the tool belt, like, Oh, I have all these tools that I've never needed before. I just carry them around to fix random shit. Um, no, yeah, I definitely have to put explicit on this. Um, no, it's like you had to like get different tools for your tool belt based on needing them. Like, oh crap, I need this tool. Okay. Now I have to go get this tool, you know, and, and now it has a permanent place in my tool belt because I might need it again. Okay. And it's like, you know, if somebody, I I can only imagine for anybody who is, why am I going to say tool smith? That's not a word. (laughs) a handy person um you know when you you first buy your first tool I don't own a lot of this is an analogy obviously but it's the same for tools that you need on the healing path but like you know it's just for me I'm more of a person who has my gadgets in the kitchen but like you need to buy your first gadget and then you build like over time like oh I need some beaters I need you know, you, you start with the more foundational tools and then you keep adding on as you go, as you need them. And that's what I'm seeing, you know, on the healing path is like you encounter an obstacle and you're like, how am I going to fix this? And you then maybe you learn breath work. Okay. Maybe you learn EFT tapping. Maybe you learn mindfulness meditation. Maybe you, you are introduced to hypnosis. Maybe you find Reiki. Okay, maybe you find somatic work. Um, the list goes on. Okay, maybe you find talk therapy. Um, but you encounter something and then you pick up new tools, okay, as you go. And so now what I'm seeing is like 
take a moment and admire that freaking unreal tool belt you have. <laughs> and if you're looking down right now, you'd be like, uh, this belt is a little sparse. Uh, I could probably only pretty much, uh, change a light bulb at this point. Um, then maybe this is your sign that, okay, it's time for you to start, you know, bolstering up your tool belt a little bit, um, and adding some new, some new modalities, some new tools. Okay. And so if you're looking down and you're like, ah, I could be in trouble here if I need to fix something major, like these tools are supportive. Okay. And so, and it's always good to have different tools in, you know, in your tool belt to support you at, at different times. So, so if you're looking at your belt and it's looking a bit sparse, then this is your cue. This is your sign to look into some different modalities that might support you moving forward. And, and how can you choose which tools? Well, you have to look at what the problem that you're dealing with. Okay. And find a tool that will be supportive. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm going off on all sorts of tangents today. So we're already at 45 minutes, <laughs> almost 45 minutes here. So I probably need to get into these Oracle cards. There are a lot, so I don't know that I'm going to get to all of them, but I need to actually look at them now to see if some of them make more sense based on what just came through in the Kashuk records. So let me take a look-see. Side note, I always thought look-see was like L-O-O-K-S-Y, like that it was like a little like, ooh, let me take a look-see, like a little, I don't know what term, but then I was like, oh, it's look-see. <laughs> I'm also the person who thought it was doggy, doggy dog world, D-O-G-G-Y, D-A-W-G, let's call it D-A-W-G, like a doggy dog world, like a down and out world, like, oh, what a doggy dog world. And I also thought it was wind shield factor. Like I thought that wind shield factor was how cold it had to be to crack your windshield. Like that's what the wind shield factor was based on. Like if it's this cold at this degree below zero is when your windshield will crack. And so you always had to take into consider the windshield factor when you're going out in cold weather. So, so there's that. All right, I'm first going to chat about the card I pulled, Archangel Aurora. Welcome new beginnings. Let the sun shine in your life. Let the sun shine. Let the sun shine in. The sun shine in or through. Let the sun shine. Okay, this is from the Archangel Oracle Cards deck by Diana Cooper. I received... I received, I bought this with a gift card at Indigo recently. Um, so this card is all about new beginnings and new things kind of opening up in your life. And I love this card for June. It just feels like for me, when I think of June, again, warmer temperatures, like sun coming out. And so, you know, when I think of new beginnings, I think of the sun coming out after a period of darkness and so this, for some people may represent that, you know, new possibilities on the horizon or a new project or a new opportunity for you. So this is a really abundant card and, you know, it's also suggesting that 
you may need to release an old mindset and old, you know, old attitudes, certain things from your past that may be kind of keeping you stuck, keeping you a bit small, and you might need to release something to welcome something new in. And that's been a reoccurring theme the last few months is like releasing attachments, releasing attachments to welcome in the new. And so if you're considering, you know, a change in your life, a change in your work situation or your relationship, um, this is a sign of hope. Like this card is very hopeful and very abundant. And just a reminder for you that something new and beautiful is about to enter your life. So stay open hearted and keep your focus on what you want to call in. And yeah, so this is a very beautiful card for the month of June. So the next card I'm going to talk about is Don't Dim to Fit In. And that's from the Work Your Light Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. I love her, love her decks, love her books so, so much. If you are a starseed, you need her work in your life. Just saying. Remember whenever we used to say just saying all the time, like just saying, like it was like a total burn, like just saying, like, I feel like people said it all the time and I just said it again. So anyway, um, so it's don't dim to fit in. It says, how are you dimming your life in order to fit in? And the whole, you know, theme around this card is that sometimes, and you know what, this actually coincides right now. I'm realizing with the Akashic record message, like with the image I saw of, of what well, somewhat does like of the person kind of making themselves small. Like I feel like what's coming through is sometimes on the verge people, when somebody's on the verge of doing something big, it's like they right before they have the breakthrough. I don't know. It's they maybe get scared, maybe insecure, maybe different things, but then they just kind of, you know, make themselves small because they're afraid of how, you know, successful and abundant they can really be like I feel like subconsciously there's a lot of people who are afraid of their greatness and their power so then they dim their light to kind of fit in with others and you know this card is just a reminder that we we're all we're all born with like amazing unique gifts to share with the world like you have a unique gift that no one else has and it's you know, I believe it's part of your purpose in this lifetime to uncover it. It exists already. You need to just peel back the layers to reveal it. But that gift is for you to share with the world. And, you know, you can't be making yourself small to just fit in. You weren't, you didn't come here to fit in. Okay. So you need to remind yourself of that. And this is also a reminder that if someone in your life makes you want to retract, like you feel that energy from them, then, you know, they might not be for you and that is okay. You might not be for them. And I've said this before, but like, if you have a bright light, that bright can, that light can be blinding to others. Like you can be a turnoff to others. It doesn't matter what you do or say. Like if you have that light coming from within you, someone who is especially stuck in you know, the, the lower vibrations, like that light is going to be blinding to them. A good pair of sunglasses isn't even going to do the trick. Like they're going to want to turn away from you because it's too bright. So don't take that personally. Don't take that to heart. Like if you feel like people are turning away from you, 
what I'm hearing right now is, you know, some people, the people pleaser in you is going to want to make them like you and be accepted and, you know, bend yourself to, you know, maybe bring yourself down, you know, to their vibration to be accepted, like to make yourself small, to be accepted. And what I'm hearing is that, no, like if you can't shine fully and brightly around certain people, then they're not your people. Like you're, you, it's not your job to convince them of your worth. They, you need to be able to be your authentic self around, you know, friends and family relationships. And if, if people don't accept that, then, you know, maybe they're not for you. And I know it's difficult if some of these people are family members or, you know, you don't have, you don't have a choice whether they're related to you or not, but you may just have to set some boundaries to create some space or not put yourself in a situation where, where you're spending a ton of time with them or you're allowing them to, you know, dim your light. So shine that light don't make yourself small to accommodate others and just realize like some relationships, I've said this many times before, but like as you're healing and evolving, if you're doing the work, you are increasing your vibration. Okay. You're probably vibrating at a different frequency than you once were. And so that's going to throw off the energetic alignment of a relationship and the relationships that are meant to be will adapt to this change in energy. And that's usually through the other person doing some work too. And like, sometimes there's a, I'm hearing like a, a gap of time, like, you know, relationships can, it's almost like I'm hearing they can withstand like a period of time where there is an energetic gap. Like if they, if there is the intention, like if the other person has within them an intention to eventually grow and evolve, like it can if people are in two different pages, like it can work. Um, even if your timing is, is not exactly right, but some relationships are just not going to adapt to the change in energy within the relationship. And that's okay. You just need to be able to understand that, not take it personally and move on if need be. Okay, so the next card is Leap, also from Work Your Light Oracle. Leap, you go first, the universe will catch you. And this is so interesting. I opened up the guidebook for this one and it says, life bends for the courageous. The universe wants to support you, but first you need to leap, to throw your life up in the air. Perhaps you know that you are being called to leap forward or away from, but you are scared to make the move. Or maybe perhaps you're waiting for a big fat sign or instruction manual or permission to do so first. Okay, this is <laughs> this is what's crazy for me is that remember at the first of the episode I said hit me baby one one more time. Wait, what was what was the line I said? Give me a sign. Hit me baby one more time and I said, "Oh, maybe somebody is like expecting the universe to give them like this they're struggling to make a decision or whatever and they want this big sign from the universe and so this is crazy to me like I didn't know that this was what the guidebook said for this and it's a, so I'll say it again perhaps you're waiting for a big fat sign or instruction manual or, per, or permission to do so first if this is you then this card is your sign and permission slip to take a deep breath and leap into the unknown okay this is kind of crazy um you can't make this stuff up I love this and now that makes sense why Brittany came through. Um, I was like, okay, this is just like a blast from the past, but 
spirit. No, I see you spirit. I see you. Um, yeah, I'll just keep reading this. It's scary to let go of all that we know and hope for something new. And it's normal to feel anxious at the thought of letting go of what we know for sure. But this is the unavoidable process of rising. And right now, this is how you're being called to live. Nature is constantly showing us how to live with courage. Fall comes every year and encourages the trees to loosen their grip, to allow what once was so full of life to fall away, leaf by leaf. For a moment, it feels like nothing will grow again. The branches are left bare without the comfort of what once was. But in the morn of spring, new shoots begin to appear and something new is born that is even more glorious than before. And so it says here, you go first, take a good run up and leap. You know what? This resonates with me because I'm, I'm really beginning to realize in entrepreneurship, it's like not for the faint of heart. Um, it takes courage, you know, for me, and it'll be really interesting this year what I do. I don't know. I, my job is being held until next second semester of next year. And this has been every time I've had to make a decision to like not come back. Um, I had to, you know, I had to, I extend, I was only supposed to be off first semester and I extended it to second semester. Then I told them I'm not going to be back in September of 2023. I extended it to the second semester of 2024. And after that, I lose my, my status at my school and I love my high school, like love my high school. Okay. Did you just hear that? Did that come in your ear as well? Did you hear that little ding? Sorry. I have, I have headphones on, but I just got a notification. I don't know why it was on. Oh, it's through my laptop. Okay. Um, anyhow, I, it's scary. It is so scary for me to let go of the security of my teaching job and everything that I've always known to be taking this leap in entrepreneurship and following my what I feel is my purpose and my passion. And yeah, so, and I mean, I miss teaching. Like there's so many things that come up all the time that I'm like, oh, like reminders of school and I do miss my students, but there's a lot of stuff I don't miss. <laughs> Marking is one of them. <laughs> and you know, there's certain things I definitely don't miss, but like I really am missing the kids. I miss the students um, and that interaction most definitely. But yeah, we'll see what happens, but this definitely resonates with me. So if you are, I don't know, having to make a big decision, this is your encouragement to take the leap because you know what, like if you're making a decision that feels like it's part of your purpose, something that lights you up, like what is holding you back? Like if it's safety and security, I feel you, <laughs> I get it, but I feel like what's the expression like great great rewards take great risk I know that's not how it goes you know I butcher these things but like to have the great rewards okay sometimes you have to take a big risk I think I've been pretty risk averse most of my life but I'm learning that sometimes you have to take big risks to accomplish what you want to live the life that you know you're meant to live, you have to take some risks, which is scary. It's super scary, especially when you have lived a life where you have prioritized safety and security. And again, kind of what I'm hearing is that maybe some people, if you had some trauma in your childhood where you didn't feel safe, okay, maybe you have gravitated towards professions, careers, relationships that have made you feel as an adult more safe. Okay. And secure. And so 
taking a leap of faith, taking that leap, even though your intuition is nudging you in that direction, your inner child is terrified. Okay. Because you've valued safety so and security so much because maybe you didn't feel safe or secure for whatever reason, like emotionally, it could be physically, whatever in your childhood. Um, and so you've prioritized safety in your adult years. So this is going to be particularly scary for you and maybe very triggering. Okay. If you have that childhood trauma that is maybe unresolved. So this is a sign that it's safe for you to take a leap. You will be supported and it's time to shake things up. <laughs> okay. Another card I pulled from the Rebecca Campbell work your light deck is warrior woman. Have you answered your deepest calling? And I just opened the guidebook and it, it totally aligns with the last card. And so I'm just going to read from it. You are here for a reason. You are being called to bravely pave a path. Have you answered your highest and deepest calling? Living a heart and soul, soul led life is not all fluffy and smooth sailing. Living a heart and soul led life requires courage to triumph over fear. So often our fears are the gatekeepers to our greatest gifts. And the more resistance we have towards answering a call, the more important it is to our soul's growth. Sometimes fear is an indication that we are facing the right way. Joan of Arc was known for her courage and her famous line, I'm not afraid I was born to do this. But the thing about courage is that it is not possible without fear. So if you are feeling afraid, that is needed. Sorry, what is needed is courage. And courage comes from living from the heart. Think of your fears as opportunities to expand rather than things that are holding you hostage. If you look at your fears in this light, then as uncomfortable as it might feel, it is actually a sign that you're on the right track. And the question at the end is, have you answered your deepest calling? So I feel like that totally aligns with taking that leap and knowing that, yeah, of course you're going to feel afraid. Like some people think like, oh, if you know, a decision is right for me, I'll feel like a full body. Yes. I'll feel so pumped and excited. Like a lot of people don't acknowledge that taking a leap is scary as heck. And it's, it can be terrifying. And just because it's scary and you have fear doesn't mean that it's not the right choice for you. It's probably an indication that you are on the right track. Okay. If you feel that fear, because we often have resistance around the things that we should be doing. So yeah, I love this card, Warrior Woman. So I just noticed that another card I pulled was Courage and Bravery, which is totally um, on track here with those other messages. And this is from the Angel Guide from Kyle Gray. So it's like a woman, she looks like she has like some type of a, I don't know what she's holding, like a staff, but it has like a ribbon on it. And then she has like a shield and... Yeah, so this, I to me, this just coincides with the last card is like you, that some people are being called to be courageous and brave right now. And that relates to taking that leap, maybe taking a risk, okay? You're, you're being called to do something differently and that usually takes courage, okay? That usually takes bravery and facing, the facing of your fears. This card can also symbolize, um, the need to defend yourself. So if you are feeling like you need to defend yourself at this time, you are being guided to kind of back down. Like you don't like to not fight, like not to fight to defend yourself. Like what this card is all about is 
you do not need to protect yourself, okay? When you have spiritual support all around you, trust that your guides and your angels, like talk to them, ask them for support. Call an Archangel Michael, okay? Ask to be protected and trust in this support and ask for the, your angels and spiritual teams to protect you. And there's no need to kind of go to battle to protect yourself because you're. I'm hearing that's gonna be a waste of energy for you. You just need to trust that your spiritual team has your back. And, you know, if you have, maybe you have made a mistake um, or you've, you've done something wrong, um, this is a sign to be brave and take ownership for that and, and know that living with integrity is going to lead you closer to co-creating the life of your dreams. Okay. And we all make mistakes. No one is perfect. We are all flawed. Even people who appear to be the most enlightened, we're all humans on this physical plane. No one is perfect. And so we've all made mistakes and probably many mistakes. So if you've done something wrong, you know, take ownership for it and move on. Don't dwell on it. Okay. Take ownership. And if you need to change something moving forward with how you you know, with how you conduct yourself, like do that, make the efforts to improve yourself and act with integrity. Okay. But take responsibility for your mistakes or the things that you've done to hurt other people. Okay. This next card actually also relates. It's from the Asher Frost Sacred Medicine Oracle, my new favorite Oracle deck that I recently received. Check out my unboxing video. <laughs> And yeah, I absolutely love this deck and I'm reading her book as well. And it's just beautiful medicine. Um, and this is totally, this is totally in line with these last messages and it's spider woman and destiny. And it says that there are a few potential destiny, destiny paths that are available to you now. And with intention, um, you can collapse those that are no longer for your highest good. Only you know the next steps to take toward the timeline that is the most aligned frequency. Activating your creative energy, you're reminded to follow your inspirations and retrieve the destiny that has been laid out to you. And so what I'm hearing right now is just to reflect on those other cards about taking the leap and being courageous and brave. It's like, if you take the leap, like I'm seeing a path out ahead, like, there's the, the main path and there's all these divergent paths, right? And so I'm seeing the divergent paths that they represent choices that you can make, right? And these divergent paths, like, you know, they can get you to the same place, but it's you're going to take you so much longer. And so I'm seeing maybe there's some obstacles on your path, you know, the straight path, like the more linear path. And, and it's like maybe the divergent paths look a little bit, easier, even though you don't realize that they're going to take you on a wild goose chase and it's going to make, um, everything kind of more complicated in the end, but like, you know, and you can see right in front of you, the obstacle and it's like, uh, like it requires bravery and courage to take that leap and to, to, to decide to go on that path that's in front of you. And I'm hearing if you, you know, take that leap then you're going to be rewarded, okay? Because it's going to collapse those divergent paths, okay? And it's go you're going to start living that life that you wanna live more quickly if you just take 
be brave and courageous, okay? And take that leap of faith right now. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, that all that all lines up. So I'm gonna end with this card also from the Asha Frost Sacred Medicine deck. It's called Star Nations Ancestors. And so I opened up the guidebook and this is, and ancestors have been coming up so much lately, um, just for me anyway, personally. And so this card brings a message from a loved one who has passed and a relative who meant so much to you. So if, you know, if you're listening to this and someone pops into your mind, um, take that as a sign that this person is reaching out to you at this time. And they want to remind you that while they're no longer here in, in human form, that their spirit lives on in so many ways. And what it says here is see their face in your living relatives and hear the stories they used to tell now told by the younger generations. Watch for their presence in your dreams and listen for their messages in your times of solitude. Your loved ones are close to you, supporting you, guiding you and reconnecting with you. The memories and bonds you shared can never be broken. So this is a beautiful sign um, for you that a past loved one or past loved ones are reaching out to you at this time and that, you know, even though they're not here on the earthly plane, that they are so much closer to you than you even know and that you can access their wisdom and guidance and their love and support, um, I believe, if you wish to receive that and... Um, communicate with them. I think everybody has the ability to do that. So, um, reach out to them, talk to them, write a letter to them. Okay. Connect their, what I'm getting right now is your past loved ones are reaching out to you at this time to offer you support, but you need to be open to the support. You need to be willing to participate in this relationship because it's reciprocal. Okay. So, so maybe, I don't know, I'm just hearing you could set up a little not a shrine, but like a little altar for them, light a candle in their memory. Um, if there's an important celebration, set a place at the table for them. Okay. Include them in your life. And I feel like your relation with them, your relationship with them, albeit different will strengthen. Okay. And you will feel their presence more strongly when you make an effort to build that relationship because you need to build it in a new way, okay? You can't, obviously the relationship can't be the same as it once was, but you have to reestablish the relationship and maybe create some rituals and some ways to remember them and that will honor them and strengthen your bond with them on the other side. Okay, one last one. I said the last one was the last one. I got a few more here, but I'm running out of time, but I just... We'll quickly speak on this one. It's from the same deck and it's cedar and it says extraction. And so this card is just suggesting that you've been subject to some harsh energies. They've There's been some, some lower vibrational energies around you. And this is just a reminder that energetic hygiene is really important. Okay. And so, you know, if you, if you work with energy, if you're a Reiki, um, practitioner you know how to do reiki you can be doing self reiki you can be clearing yourself um you could maybe be sponging or doing other clearing practices even through intention using water to clear yourself but you know you might need to book an energetic session but right now some people this card is suggest suggesting have 
you know, been around some energies that are kind of not in alignment. And so also suggesting to create some energetic protection for yourself when you go, when you have to interact with, interact with people who, you know, have energies that are not in alignment. So you need to protect yourself. So just a little, just a little message around energetic hygiene before we leave. All right. Oh, and I look at my clock. It's one eleven. I don't know what this will look like at the end, but one eleven. So amazing. So I think that's a sign. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. So yeah, I hope everybody has an amazing weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday, and you can again book any type of one to one reading with me down below in the show notes, Akashic Reiki. Again, that reminder of that upcoming, the upcoming hybrid Reiki level one and two at the end of this month, end of June. And then I didn't even get a chance to talk about it. Or maybe I did. Did I talk about, oh, I did talk about it last week because I launched it last week. My master training is going to be at the end of September. So lots of awesome trainings coming up and still working on some other things behind the scenes here. So I'll share that with you soon. But I hope everybody has a wonderful day and I will catch you here, same place, same time-ish next week. Oh shoot, I forgot to close the Akashic Records. I better do that right now. Um, I give gratitude to the audience of the Heal Hair podcast for entering the records. I give gratitude to the pinnacle for lighting the way. I give gratitude to the space for the comfort and love. I give gratitude to my highest self and the Heal Here podcast audience's highest self for leading us here. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Alrighty. Time for me to peace out. Hope you have a great rest of the day and we'll see you next week. Bye.